You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sound. A dimension of sight. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into the Twilight Zone. What is happening? It's on You're listening to the AME Radio Show. Welcome to the Amy Radio Show. I'm your host, Jason Dowd, and we've got a great show for you guys this week. We're going to be talking for the next hour with you about art, music, and entertainment, the three things that I love the most. But sometimes we talk about things in between. We, we're going to bring, be bringing you two great guests today, which we're really excited to talk to. And we got a lot of stuff that we have going on with the AME Radio here that I think you guys are going to be really interested in. So first, go to our website whenever you get a chance, but not right now by going to www.theamemagazine.com. There you'll find links to all of our sites, our television, our radio, and our magazine. It's there for you anytime you want, and we're hoping that the people that we have on this show will inspire you to get out there and try it yourself. I hear it all the time. Man, I really wish I would have done that. I really wish I could have painted that picture, but people don't, and that's because of the fact that they don't necessarily have the guidance or they don't have the the uh, self-confidence to do it or they run into those walls and they give up on a dream when they're extremely talented and we want to show you that people have done it you can too and we're going to kind of show you how they did it and hopefully you're able to do it too so that's what this amy experience is packed full of great people that have done great things with their lives and hopefully will inspire you and help you overcome what you're trying to accomplish in your lifetime so all you have to do is go there. And also, we if you are an artist, we are a platform for you. We want to hear you. And we want to also get your artwork out there. So not only do we want to educate and inspire, but we want to you know, broaden the horizons to people that what's out there, what's to do, what people creating. And all you have to do is contact us through our website, or you can go to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash the AME Experience, or you can go to our Twitter, which is at Dowd Studios. Anytime you want. Hit us up. Let's get you on the show. That's what this is about. You don't have to be a top celebrity to be on here. We want the rising stars too. Everybody that is passionate about something, we want to bring you on. Now, something else I'm very excited about. We have an app for the AME experience, so you'll be able to to basically connect with us just as easy. Now, one of the ways that you can do it right now, actually the only way you can do it right now is through Android. We are working on our on our Apple app, but you can either go to your Google Play Store and type in all lowercase one word the AME magazine or you can go to our website and there's a little Android guy up there. Click it, it'll take you right to it. You download it for free and all you have to do is anytime you want to see what's going on, just click that little that little app icon. It's that easy. So, we're very excited about that and the A and the Apple one will be out soon. Also, we have some great things going on. We we are trying to help expand our reach, and to do that, we need to we need to raise some money. But we don't charge for commercials or anything on here. We don't ask for donations. But we have brought on some pretty extensive uh, affiliates that we these are products that we believe in that we have used ourselves, and we're hoping that you'll be able to do the same thing, and they will help enhance your life. And once you try them. If through our links, you will also help us fund projects that way we can help the artists in our communities. We can get their word out there. We can do good in our community. That's what we're here to do. So right now we have Carbonite. Now, if you've ever lost your hard drive or you had a crash, you know exactly that panic that I'm talking about. I've done it a couple of times. In fact, I did one right after I shot a wedding, and I lost all the pictures, but I had to do a forensic backup. Now, that cost me $1,500 just to do that. Now, imagine if I would have just backed it up. Well, that's what Carbonite's there to do. Also, we have Diane Kayser's Warrior Cleanse. And what's really cool about the Warrior Cleanse is it's a way to keep yourself healthy. I mean, our bodies are the most important thing that we have in this world. We gotta keep it we gotta keep it running at its top peak performance. And she's gonna show you how to cleanse that. And it's a great program. And I think that you guys will like that. So go up there and check that out. Also, if you're if you like to read like I do, but you don't have a lot of time, one of the ways to listen to your favorite books is through audiobooks. And you can even get a free book just by going to our website up there and clicking the link. So please check those out when you get a chance. Okay, so before I get into anything, let me tell you who we have coming on today. We have Miguel Fassa. He is a singer, songwriter, he's an actor, and he's got some amazing 
aspirations for his career. We are so excited to talk to him. He's he's a lot of fun, got great energy about him. I know he's going to be addicting to talk to, and I think you guys are going to really like his work. We're going to be playing his song up here in just a little bit, too. Then we have Girl Crush. Man, this girl has some powerful energy. Um, charisma, I just, I just really like talking to her. She is a fashion designer. She is a singer. She is a actress. You name it, she is a triple threat in the industry. She's going to be talking about everything that she has going on, her clothing line, her brand new song. It was a, it, actually, she released a, um, an amazing music video that was animated. Great stuff. I think you guys are going to really like that. All right, guys, when we come back, we have Miguel Fasa on the line. I think you guys are going to really enjoy this, so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this. Do you love horror, the strange and unusual fantasy creatures or urban legends? Do you want to step inside a dream or nightmare? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you should check out internationally exhibiting artist Jason Dowd and his award-winning photographic collections by visiting www.imaginationartstudios.com. Get inside his mind and experience his inner weird. <laughs> Your time hasn't come yet, baby You've got a lot of dreams to go Your time hasn't come yet, baby Hey guys, it's Jason Dowd and I got a special announcement for you You know, it's hard to believe, but 2018 marks the 50th anniversary of Elvis Presley's Speedway Co-star Victoria Page Meyerink will be making personal appearances throughout the year, sharing her memories of Elvis. Visit Meyerink.com, that's M-E-Y-E-R-I-N-K.com to find out where or to host a screening or Speedway event of your own with Victoria. She's going to be bringing candid, special behind-the-scenes memories of working with Elvis. Again, to find out how you can have your own personal screening or Speedway event with Victoria, just go to Meyerink.com. M-E-Y-E-R-I-N-K dot com. The little boy next door who only makes you sore is going to someday turn your head right Hi, this is Ashley Scott, and you're listening to AME Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We have on the line with us a very special guest. His name is Miguel Passa, and he is a singer, songwriter, and he just released his brand new EP called Still Standing. And it's also the very first single off the off the EP as well. So we're going to talk to him about his life, his passion for music, and of course this new EP that he drops. Welcome to the show, Miguel. How are you doing today? <laughs> What's up, everyone? Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. So you're from South Florida, and South Florida has a lot of musical background to it. Uh, different mm-hmm. styles, different different cultural musics, and everything like that. How, is is that kind of what got you into the music scene? Was just the, the music scene down there? Well, I mean, it definitely it definitely was part of it. I mean, I've, I've always loved music. I I grew up Michael Jackson, you know, the King. Nice. Dancing was everything like that. Everyone down here, that yeah, they love music, and I mean, it's really a big part of life. And I mean, I think it's a big part of life anywhere you go. Without music, what, what you know, life can be dull a lot, a lot of times without it. Mm-hmm. That is so true. And you know, there's so many things, good things that music has that can give to people. I mean, I I truly believe it's like one of those types of of things where it really is a time machine. You know, we keep trying to find and build time machines, and you know, skip into different dimensions, but a song can take you there without yeah, leaving you back, without definitely. anything. You know, that's what's so great about music. Definitely agree with that. I mean, music uh, music to me is, is something that I use as an escape. And, and the real reason why I want to become, uh, you know, a, a singer and, and put my music out there is because I want to want to be able to move people. When I hear a beautiful song that just moves me, and I'm just, you know, sitting in the car looking out the window. That's the type of stuff that I love. I want to be able to you know, play through to somebody and have them connect and really enjoy the music and, and um, understand the meaning of what I'm trying to say, and hopefully it helps them out with whatever they're going through in life. 
Now, did you uh, get to play any instruments when you were younger, and do you play any, any instruments now? Um, I did go to school, and they taught me a little bit of piano, but I'm not going to say that I can, I can play the piano. I, I, can, I can do a little bit here and there, a few covers, but, um, but no, really the, the main instrument that I used when I was in school was, uh, was my voice and, and the ability to act, sing, and dance at the same time, so that's really what got me through. So when did you realize that you could sing? Because everybody does it at different ages, obviously, but sometimes it just, I've even heard them say it too, they realize that they could sing. When did you figure out you could sing, and when did you decide, this is where I want to be, and, and how, did you, how did your parents help you get to where you wanted to be? That's a good question. Uh, well, that's, I've always wanted to be on stage. Um, I was just always a little too scared to do it, too nervous. Um, when I reached high school, I finally decided that I was going to do something about it, and I remember the guidance counselor uh, set me up for musical theater. And I got into class that day, and the teacher's like, all right, everyone, we're going to do a minute monologue, and you're going to sing 30 seconds of a song. And right there, I was like, oh, completely just got, I was going to quit that class. I was about to quit, walk out, and this one kid said, hey, buddy, don't, don't, it's fine. I see that you're nervous. Just, you know, just do it. And I did. And I remember the first time that I tried to sing a song was um, my sister was singing karaoke. My sister, she's an incredible singer. That's a story for another day. She was singing Aladdin. And I jumped in and I tried to do the guy part. And um, <laughs> I should say it um, <clears throat> wasn't the best that I can do. And that's really when I started be building a love for it. And I did my uh, Aladdin audition. I ended up getting a part in Cats called, uh, yeah, the, the play was Cats. And I got Rumtone Tucker. And from there, just it kicked off. I, I just found my passion and my love. So you've also done acting and theater as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did a few. Uh, I did uh, Cats. I did Beauty and the Beast. I've done West Side Story. And there was one other. But I went to, I went to New World School of the Arts for uh, musical theater. That's what I, what I got in for. But uh, eventually I switched over to uh, straight-up acting. I mean, I've always wanted to be an actor as well. An actor, you know, because when I watch a movie, I remember uh, when I was younger, my father and I were watching The Matrix, and I just I looked at him as he was watching the movie, and he, he was just 100% in it. He, he loved it. He was smiling. He, I not, my goal is to um, be in a movie like The Matrix and watch it with my father. That's what I would really like to do. Now, if you could play any character, um, whatever, whatever theme it may be, uh, you know, it could be a... It could be a um, it could be a, a, a gangster, it could be, you know, pirate, it could be whatever it is. What would be your ideal role if you got a chance oh, to play something? Easy. I've been thinking about this forever. I would love, love, love to play Gambit from X-Men in, okay. the, in, the, in the universe. Oh, my God. <laughs> so what are you trying to do? I to can help? throw cards. I can, I can, you know, I can do all the flips. I, I, you give me a staff, I'll do some tricks with it. You can do actually whatever. do the flips, too, so you can do your own stunts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I would do all of my own stunts. I'm very... When I was a kid, all we did was go outside and climb trees and, and jump and run around. I've broken my arm twice. Uh, it's just... I used to skate as a kid, too. I would definitely do all my own stunts. Well, that's definitely a plus, and that makes you more, um, more I would say, more valuable to these particular studios because they don't have to pay two people to do the stuff. But is, would, would there be a stunt that you wouldn't do if you got to, if you got to be in a movie? Oh, I mean... I mean, well, just for example, look at Tom Cruise recently. He did his own. He was doing a stunt, and he smashed into the side of the building. I think he um, might have sprained his leg or something like that. I'm not exactly sure what happened, but I mean, I would do I would do my own stunts to the not Jackie Chang style. Jackie Chang literally will roll over a razor blade um, while it's spinning. You know, that's kind of <laughs> like mm, I, I think someone else can do that for me. I don't think I'm going to do that one. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do with them for the most part if I see that they're safe. Er. So what type of so you're more for the of an action movie if if you have that try I mean would you do like a, a romance comedy or anything like that? Oh yeah, there's no script that I would that I would reject as long as it was good, it plays well, and I think the audience would would fall in love and be moved by the character. Yeah, I wouldn't turn down anything. Now doing theater, would you still continue to do theater? Do you like theater, or is it more strictly you want to do TV movies stuff like that? That is such a hard question. It really is. Because theater, it's, you get to actually do an entire development of a character. You start off, and then you hit the climax, and then you roll back down. In film, you're all over the place. You might start at the end. You might start at the beginning, and you constantly have to know at what part of the movie you're in to play that emotion. I love them both, um, but there's just so many more benefits that come with acting film because of CGI and all the effects they can do. And since my goal is to be in a superhero-type movie, 
I guess I would lean more towards film, even though I can act, sing, and dance. So maybe get in through musical theater and then move over to straight acting, something like that. Would you ever consider writing your own movie and being an actor, maybe even director in it? Because sometimes they do acting and directing at the same time. Yeah, my friend and I have spoken about that many times that we would love to, we, we uh, definitely write our own movie. The only thing about writing your own movie is that you got to realize what your budget is and yeah. then write it accordingly. Because I would be, you know, in space flying around with jetpacks, my feet fall, you know, like this <laughs> crazy stuff. <laughs> so, you know, would you, if you could create your own type of superhero, what would that superhero have? What would be the main power that this particular uh, person would, would, would possess? Hmm. Well, growing up, I would have definitely said ice. But as I've gotten older, I would probably say something more along the lines of uh, telekinesis mm. because that just opens so many doors. Um, I don't think there's really much that somebody that has the power of telekinesis can't do. <laughs> but, right. uh, you know, fly, move things, smash things, whatever. And read people's minds, too, at the same time. That, yeah, that is very important, too. That might be dangerous, though. <laughs> too dangerous, depending on what you're up to. That's so tell me a little bit about Still Standing, this new, so- this new EP that you have coming out. I, I, tell me how many songs are on it, what's the feel of it, what genre is it, and what can people kind of expect from it? Right, well, my new EP, um, pretty much the genre, um, it's kind of complicated because there's so many different little styles here and there. But if I had to uh, put it in one, I would say contemporary R&B, maybe um, pop. Um, but pretty much all my music, what I want it to be is something that actually um, people can really relate to and and you know, find a connection. I don't want to talk about any, any, any fake stuff. I'm not going to, you know, go too deep into that, but pretty much everything relates directly to my life. And when I was younger, I went through a pretty hard past. Everyone's gone through their own thing, but for me, it was getting involved with the wrong crowd, doing the wrong substances, and um, pretty much digging a pretty deep hole to the point of almost no return. I pulled out with the help of my entire family. They really never gave up on me. And then I really pursued my, my, my singing career after that. And the first song on this EP is called Still Standing. And pretty much, it's, it's gritty, it's a little darker, but it's the story of me overcoming all those obstacles that, that were holding me back and that I dug myself into and being able to reach the light at the end of the tunnel. And I want people to be able to hear this and I want it to motivate them and Hopefully, you know, like a rocky theme, they'll be working out, they'll be listening to this, and just get pumped for the day and know that they can do it as long as they try. Mm-hmm. That's one of the songs. Well, that's important. And, you know, people sometimes realize that they get stuck in these ruts and they keep going down them and they just give up. And I think that's one of the worst things that we mm-hmm. can do. And it's easy to give up, you know, because sometimes you feel like it's hopeless. So you don't feel like there's any, any, you know, you look up and it seems like it's just too far to, to reach the, 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 um, the land again because you're too far in this hole and I don't ever believe that that's true and I think that's something that I I think that's something everybody needs to learn um you can get out of anything if you want to 100% agree but you have to want it you Mm -hmm. definitely have to want it for yourself people can help you guide you towards it but the only person that's going to make it happen is you and yeah it it took me a a few different uh tries you know I mean I'm, I'm a believer that it's really hard to to, to make it 100% the first try. you got to you know, maybe try once or twice to, to fully um, get all the way through. But uh, yeah, that's still standing. I, there's other songs in the EP which kind of change the flavor up a little bit. There's one called um, I Feel So Alive, which is, you know, pretty much everyone's had that one, that one significant other that whenever they're around, they just, their heart starts pounding and they, the time starts flying and, you know, they just 100% love that, that I Feel So Alive is that. I um, have a one called Town on Fire, which is about getting a group of friends together, let's say whatever, on a Friday, Saturday night, and going out to a party, to a club, wherever it is you want to go. It's one of those rock songs that you want to just go out there and have a good time. And the last one would be Rewind, which is it's a love song. It's, um, it's about a couple that got into a very big argument, and words started flying, and things got said that can't be taken back, and now I'm singing a song about... I wish that I can rewind it and do things differently. And maybe I'd still be with her if I did. Man, you know, that, that song I think would radiate with anybody because I think we've all been there, we've all done that, and sometimes the, the after effects, it's like looking through an Armageddon. 
you know, after you do that, right. it, it looks like it, you know, you see the trees smoking, you see the, like, there's no life around, everything's dead, and it's like, oh, what did I do? It's and, like, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wish I could have done that too. And, and see, the thing I, the thing that's funny about me is I have one of those mouths where I say things that I shouldn't say, but I just kind of, <laughs> I think I'm saying it in my head, but it's not. It's not there. It's like, it, it is complete. My inner monologue is not there. <laughs> so yeah, I have yeah, I been exactly known to about. say some things that said, wow, where did that come from? You know? <laughs> <laughs> now rewind that, please. Yes. I really wish I had a rewind button. But unfortunately, yeah. if I did that, I think I'd probably be back as a child. <laughs> yeah, right. Just never leave that era. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> At least when you say it, then it's cute, you know? When you right. say it now as an adult, it's like you're just a dick. <laughs> exactly. I never asked you if you if you were to pick a superpower, what what power would you pick? If I had to choose any power that I think I would want to be able to go invisible. Oh, all right, all right. You know, with telekinesis, I could still feel you around me, right? That's I right. Yeah, you'd be able to see my aura <laughs> and the heat going around it. But still, that'd be. I think it'd be fun because imagine what you could do if you were invisible. You know. Yeah, but would you have to walk around naked? You could do it. You know, you're not going to have clothing that goes invisible, too, unless you're like, you know, you got some engineer working for you. But <laughs> We'll have some engineer. I'll, I'll make it work. <laughs> but, I mean, nobody would care anyways, right? I mean, you could just go walk around and just have fun, you know? Yep. But, yeah, yep. think it, I would like to, I mean, it's kind of like that ghost effect. You know, I would love to be able to, to I guess I would, I guess it's even more than that. I think I'd want to have like a ghost effect where I could walk through walls and I would be invisible and I can, I can still move things with my hands and, and you know, freak people out. I think that would be a lot of fun. That'd be cool, definitely. But yeah, it's just uh, there's there's some things that we all we all do, and it, what's really cool about your your music is you're able to take those things and turn them into a story. And I believe that at the end, when people listen to that particular your particular story, they can then either say, "Well, I've walked in this, I've walked this path, and now I know that he's able to get out of it. I can do the same thing." Or it can also help change lives and keep people from going down those types of things or inspire them to do something that they haven't done yet. Yeah, that's that's all I can wish for. Really, that's all. And, you know, sometimes people say, you know, I don't know how many people it's going to hit, but, you know, even if it just hits one person and it changes somebody's life for the better, it's worth every ounce of, of passion definitely. and time that you put into it. Yeah, definitely. Just one person. That's it. So what do you hope is going to happen from this particular album, and how do you hope that it's going to propel you in your music career? Well, I really hope that uh, this album has a has a good effect on people, and people listen to it, and hopefully I can, I can get my name put out there so that I can continue to make more and move people, and my, my goal would be to... Um, you know, just have an entire album and be able to go out there and, and see fans and greet them and maybe even do collabs with people and to just, you know, I just want to just want to help people, honestly, at the end of the day with my music. That's really the main goal um, for it for me. I just want to be able to move people the way I get moved when I when I hear something beautiful. Um, I'm really into orchestral type sounds as well, but uh, we'll see if I get to make another album. I'll throw some of those sounds in there. Interesting. Now, where do you find inspiration to write your music? I mean, obviously, this one was from personal experiences. Where do you look around to find inspiration to to do write music? Honestly, it really it it just it depends. It hits you. You you might be you know swimming in the pool, and and all of a sudden you get this idea, and 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 you roll with it. And for me, the four songs that I've written so far were really really easy. I didn't have to um didn't have to look too far for inspiration because they were pretty much just in my bank of of history. And I feel that I have a lot of uh, a lot of that to be able to pull out before I even get close to running uh, running on empty. The inspiration just comes from the inside. Sometimes it is hard to find some words, you know, here and there that mix and match, and the ones you want to you know put out to portray the right emotion and feeling. But overall, I think it just it just happens when it happens. You really can't force it. When you write these other songs, you know, whatever it may be, what is the first thing that, that happens? Is it the melody? Is it the, the words that come to you, what comes first, the chicken or the egg, uh, the words or the melody? All right. Um, for me, it's definitely I need to hear the song first. I, I, I hear it, and whatever strings it starts playing in, in, for me, whatever feelings it starts giving me, that's where I'll start gravitating towards when, with, with my lyrics. You know, I'll hear something, and it, for, because honestly, as I go throughout the day in my life, there's always a soundtrack 
playing for me. And whether I'm in a good mood, whether I'm in an, a, a bad mood, an all right mood, there's always something playing. And I can always hear something and then just pinpoint that into the exact emotion. And then a story will just start coming out of nowhere um, from, from my past that I'd like to write about. So definitely the melody first. Interesting. So here's here's one little uh, one last question before we got to go here, and then we'll get into some other things. But you know, I believe that if if there's a song that could be a theme song for me, it would be "Wouldn't It Be Nice" by the Beach Boys. I've listened to it ever since I was young, and for some reason, it always pops up, and it just it when I hear it, it's, it, it 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 just ignites me. What would be your uh, particular theme song if you have one? And do you hope? that that would happen for some of your songs to other people that are listening. Yes, I do hope that that would happen for other people listening to my, to my music. And for my theme song, um, there, there's two that come right to my head when you say that. One of them is uh, the Justin Timberlake Mirrors. Mm-hmm. And the other one is um, the Michael Jackson the, um, Make a Change okay. song. That one, definitely. And actually, thinking about it, they both talk about looking at the man in the mirror. Yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, then there it is. Either which way, it's, it's, a, good, it's a good song. So um, I want to be able to get this, uh, this particular song on here. So we are going to, um, we're gonna, I want to ask you where people can hear your music. And also, there's a music video, if I'm not mistaken, right? So please tell everybody about the music video, where they can find your music, and where they can uh, buy it, and maybe even see you on a tour. Definitely. Um, well, I have a Vivo channel. You can just easily search up Miguel Facet Vivo. But if you want to see everything very clearly and easily, just go to MiguelFacet.com. It'll show my music video right on the front page. You can click the link. And as for tours and events, hopefully very soon, I'll be able to go out and do things for, um, for my, my city here and maybe across the world. All right. Well, Miguel, we're going to be playing Still Standing right now. And before we go, I want to say thank you for coming on and being a great guest. I had a great time talking to you. Uh, very interesting person. And I wish you all the best with everything that you have coming up in the, next, in the near future here. Uh, thank you, Jason, for having me. It was a pleasure. Um, I hope everyone that hears the song likes it. <laughs> all right, guys, we're going to go to listen to Still Standing right now. We're going to go to a commercial break after that. So don't go anywhere. We've got so much more coming up. They told me never change, but I did for some reason. They said keep on my ways, but I changed the mid-season. I looked up at myself and saw someone I didn't know. I should have known I'd end up on my own. All of the anger and frustration flipped over the motivation. Grip tight by temptation. Rip down my foundation. Brick by brick, rebuilding it. Picked myself up off the floor. Now I'm back in the
Jason Dowd of Imagination Art Studios is proud to announce the release of his steampunk collection, which is currently on tour across the country. There you will see beautiful handmade masks from Venice, Italy that accentuate beautiful women to create amazing stories and feelings to those who visit the collection. Each photo series has a theme, mask, authentic props, and beautifully elaborate outfits, all collaborated in the mind of Jason Dowd to create the right emotion and feeling. The masks come from a shop in Epcot at the Italian Pavilion, where all these photos are on display for you to see. This is one of the biggest accomplishments of his career having his work at Disney. Come see the beautiful first release of the series, which includes Distressed Dancer, Spanish Serenade, The Pied Piper, and Reaching for the Czars. You can see them in person or online at www.imaginationartstudios.com. For more information, visit the website. Again, it's imaginationartstudios.com. Our Facebook is Imagination Art Studios. Twitter is at Dow Studios. And Instagram is at Jason Dow. Come and be mesmerized by the masks and the stories behind them. Separate us, nothing can come between us now, nothing can take away, break away, the power of love. Unbreakable, unbreakable. Hey, this is Jennifer McGill, and you're listening to my first single, Unbreakable. You can get it at jennifermcgill.com. The dust settles on the ground. This is Big DiBetetto. You are listening to the AME Radio Show. Welcome back, everybody. I have on the line with me a very special guest. It's Girl Crush. Now, Girl Crush has a lot of aspects to, their, to her career. She has, she's a fashion designer. She's an actress. And she's a pop singer, songwriter. And she just released a brand new music video. It's an animated music video, which is really cool and really fun. And it's called Anything For You. So welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Thank you so much, Jason. I'm happy to be on the show with you. Yeah, a lot of flat happening. I feel like why take one when you can have it all? So um, I'm creative in love and aspects, and I like doing it all. So... It's always a good time. The video was such a blast to create, um, such a blast to um, make the music with, and I'm really happy to release it to the world. So what came first in your life? Was it the fashion designing? Was it the acting? Was it the music? How did it all start for you? And what age were you interested in doing this stuff? Because, I mean, I got I got interested in art very young, but I don't know how it is for you. Was it something that happened when you were young or older? Sure. Actually, when I was young, I, I when people said, what do you want to be when you grow up? I said either a fashion designer, a pop star, or an astronaut. And um, and I, I, I haven't done number three on the list, but I, I don't see why not. I do plan on going to the moon someday. So um, so I'm going to like hit all, all my lists. <laughs> um, right now, I'm doing a lot of fashion and music. I've always loved it as a child. I was always painting, singing, creating, designing, um, and some things don't change. I just never really grew up. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that at all. And you know what's really right? cool is Virgin actually has the ability to send you into space. I think it costs you like two and a half, three million dollars, but you can do it. You know, you don't right? have to wait for exactly. NASA. Exactly. I, exactly. Amen. I, my son actually told me he's going to take me to the moon. He said, Mommy, I'm going to take you to the moon someday. And I said, sounds good, honey. So, yeah, <laughs> we'll just get that ticket and we're, we're, we're going to head out, out there. <laughs> So we're, oh you got so many cool things going on in your life, and I definitely want to cover each one of them because th each one has a unique feel to it. It all is something that's a part of you, and we want to know who the real girl crush is. So let's start with the fashion. When you decided to, to make clothes and stuff, what what's the, one of the aspects that you try to put into your clothes that makes it unique to you? Thank you. Well, I really love color. And I love things that are not the norm. I mean, you could go to a store and buy anything that's like, you know, everything just kind of looks, it can look the same easily. And I like things that stand out, make a statement. Um, and really, I first started designing out of a love, but also a necessity because I was creating music videos and, um, I, you know, as, you know, starting out as an artist, um, I was doing a lot of my own design for the music videos. So, um, styling and creating costumes for all these music videos that I put out on YouTube. And I would just have this vision. Like, for instance, the first video that I released was called Bow on It. And um, I had outfits where I had, like, little bow titties and, and bow um, boxers for the guys. And it was a really fun, funny, out there, not self-serious, very, like, kitsch and 
and um, kind of a parody of itself. And I wanted these outfits, but you can't really buy them online or find them in any store. So on a necessity, I created these outfits. Um, I had a vision and created them. And it started from there. So ever since then, with all my videos, often, like pretty much every video you've seen of mine has some um, costume design that I've created based on like a vision that I have for that video. Um, and it's just been a lot of fun. And um, it really, and also doing the red carpet looks for the Grammys. Um, you know, I want to have a certain dress. Well, then I better damn well make that dress. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, so I, I've been uh, designing and creating for a while, and it's just been really, really fun. I've been loving it. And I love the uh, I, concept of designing for others as well, um, not just for myself, but also for other artists. Well, I know you're pain in that because as a photographer myself, I know how expensive it is to do these particular costumes. And especially sometimes it, it doesn't look like it's that hard to make, but it can cost you if you find it. And it may not even be exactly what you want, upwards of two to three hundred dollars just for one photo shoot. And then it's like, Ooh, you know, you get the, you get the sticker, the sticker shock. So I wish I could do the same thing, but I, you do not want me near a sewing machine. Let me tell you what I will, <laughs> I will be a part of that particular costume for the rest okay. of my life. I'll take note of that. <laughs> Don't get near my, my sewing machine. Yeah, I um, I've always been crafty. I love when, when I was growing up. I was scrap, you know, I love scrapbooking, and I'm, you know, I'm just I'm nerdy. I love doing that kind of stuff, and uh, just being, you know, making different creations. So you should see my son's birthday parties. His birthday parties are off the chain because I'm like Miss like crafty woman. I'm always like hand custom designing things. I can't help it. Um, it's an obsession. <laughs> so, I just roll with it, except myself. It is what it is. Um, but yeah, it's fun. I have a good time with it. Why not? Life is, you know, why not have fun with it? That's right. Now, when you yeah. when you create your your costumes or, or, or your uh, your designs, do you put out a line of it so people, you know, people different sizes can buy it, or is it like unique to that one person? I'm happy you asked that. Actually, I've always been designing just, you know, for my videos, for my red carpet looks. Um, but recently, with the success of my ball, my ball pit dress at last year's, this past year's Grammys, um, it was an international sensation. It was on People Magazine, New York Times, E, um, Entertainment Weekly. It was, it's pretty much everywhere. Um, after that, um, lots of people have been reaching out to me as a designer. And um, I, w I am planning on launching a Girl Crush line. With um, LA Style Magazine, it's going to be doing the launch. And so now we're going to make it where other people can have the Girl Crush look and make it accessible for others. Because um, I haven't done that in the past. I've just been designing for my own stuff. And I'm really excited to get it out to other people so they can rock the Girl Crush look as well. Is it going to be like a high-end type of market? Or is it going to be affordable to people like in, in schools and stuff like that? You know, kids that just want to be unique and, and have fun. Sure, we'll have both. Um, we'll have the couture line, the crush couture, and that's going to be um, an actual pieces. Like, for instance, if somebody wants to wear the actual tan stone gown that I wore at the Grammys, that's like a crush couture piece. Um, and then we'll have um, more um, accessible, um, like lower price bracket pieces where everyone can uh, rock the crush look. So I'm really excited about it. So how cool was it to go to the Grammys? It's fantastic. I love being with my colleagues. I love celebrating um, the arts and celebrating people's accomplishments, creating music. Music is amazing. It moves mountains emotionally, personally, physically. I mean, just it's awesome. And I love what I do. And I love celebrating it. That's so cool. <laughs> so uh, it's great. It's a great time. You know, let's kind of work. Let's kind of work into your actress part now before we get into music, because the music is really what I want to feature. So. When did you start to be an actress? Because uh, that's, I mean, it kind of works hand in hand. I mean, if you're going to be, you know, music, entertainment, everything, you got to memorize things. You 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 play different roles in different types of music videos. So, how did it? Did that kind of play hand in hand when you started getting into music? Yeah, actually, when I was a child, I had the opposite of a stage mom. My mom did not want me to get into like being on stage and things like that. I would beg her and she'd say, you know, go play in the street, go, you know, catch crawdads and tadpoles and things like that and so I really much I very much grew up not in that kind of environment um, but I've always thought it out I always wanted it and finally my mom said when I got in sixth grade I could audition for a play like I was old enough and she'd allow me to so I auditioned for the Muni Opera 
And the Muni Opera, I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. The Muni Opera is the largest outdoor musical theater in the world. It was for the, um, the play Annie. And thousands of girls auditioned, including myself, and a very small handful of girls got cast. And I happened to be one of the ones that got casted. So I got cast. And so it was really exciting. And I was just like so happy to actually doing something that I, I mean, I loved rolling around in the dirt and playing in the creek as well. But at the same time, it was really nice to actually be able to start doing my passion in um, music and in acting. So it really started there. It started at the Uni Opera. I, as a kid, I continued doing plays there with summer stock. And um, I grew up in musical theater after that. Hmm. So how did you come up with the name Girl Crush? Good question. Uh, you know, I wish there was a better story for this, but really, I just woke up and it just felt right. I'm really somebody. I'm, I'm, I'm very like when I make a decision, I just go for it. Like it's like something feels right. I'm like, okay, I'm doing this. I do it. And I woke up one morning and it was like, okay, yeah, a girl crush. I'm gonna rock this. And um, I, I just tried to like psychoanalyze myself. I'm like, where, where, how did this going to be? And I really think that it comes from the roots of what girl crush means. It means an affinity a um like an admiration for another woman by a woman and i'm very girl power i'm very um i'm very i'm a feminist i'm very like yeah like let's girl like i don't compete with women there's not a woman that i will ever compete with um i just love women and i just want us all to rise and i've always been like that ever since i was a kid so i feel like it's a reflection of who i am and um so it just it just feels right and people call me crush for short so <laughs> You can call me Girl Crush or Crush, you know. <laughs> it's all good. Because we're crushing it. That's what we do. <laughs> but what you came up with was a name that could be used for so many things. So you really just nailed it on the first shot, which is great. Because a lot of times people throw stuff up against a wall and just does not stick. And sometimes it comes and bounces off and hits them in the head so hard that it knocks them in the, in the, in the, the next century. And then you get that stuff that sticks. And you, you just happen to make it stick, which is amazing. Thank you. Yeah, it's funny. Like when I first started going by Girl Crush, like you know, you get those people. You're like, oh, hey, I'm Girl Crush. They're like, what? What? What's your name again? I'm like, Girl Crush. So this is the thing in this world. The more caught, like you know, when you constantly say you are something, they're like, okay, that sounds good. Like, <laughs> and you go in there timid, and you're like, uh, oh no, you like this? I am. You know, then people go, people are confused. But if you go in there confident and ready to own your, you know, what you're doing, then people are like, all right, this sounds good. Let's roll with this. Um, so it's been good. And I, I've been really enjoying, uh, Girl Crush. I, I created it four years ago and I've been really enjoying doing it ever since. And I'm not about to stop. Well, see, I try to use my nickname, but my nickname just doesn't work with anything. And unfortunately, it's it's just because of the fact that I don't sleep at nighttime. I used to wake everybody up in the house, so I'm always called. So they call me Rooster. <laughs> so Rooster, that's so cute. I like that. You know, there's a character I think in Annie called Rooster. He's one of the bad guys. Yeah, I know. And there's also um, there's also another one with uh, I'm trying to remember at, at the ranch with uh, it's it's a, it's a Netflix series with uh, Ashton Kutcher and um. His brother on there is is uh, Rooster, so I, I, it is funny. I but... like that. You know, my son has a similar nickname. Um, his his name is the meaning of it actually means morning star, mm -hmm. which is to, or night caller, which the idea is waking up in the morning, like the morning star wakes you up or night caller. So very similar to Rooster. So you and my son have similar nicknames, and it's very accurate. He is an early riser. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm up, I'm up and early. That actually works out really well with being on set because early mornings do not phase me. I'm like, oh, yeah, you want me to get up at 3 a.m.? Not a problem. Got that. <laughs> and see, when you're waking up, I'm going to bed, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Might be one of both. I'll be going, going to sleep the same time I'm waking up, but it all works. <laughs> That's cool. So. Let's get into your music. This is really cool. Uh, you did a, an amazing video. You have, an, you have a fantastic voice, and the song is Thank Anything you. For You, which we will be playing here after this particular uh, interview. So I would definitely want people to hear it, but I also want people to see it. But tell everybody, first of all, what's the song about? Because I know at the beginning it was like, a, it, I believe it was a pregnant woman. And, um, yes. It, was, it, it almost kind of reminded me of Mother Earth in that particular uh, scene because of the, she was just more... I don't know. To me, it felt like she was in in tune with the world around her and everything. So I just had I just had a, a vision of, of of Mother Earth, which was really cool. Thank you. I love that. I, I love that so much. So, um, yeah, I wrote the song 
uh, for my son. It's a love, a love letter to my son. And um, I also wrote it for every woman, um, every mother who um, was, will give it all for their children. And um, it's just about a woman's strength um, and the amazing ability of what women can do and what women can overcome uh, for the love they have for their children. And um, so it was, it was, it was really, I just, I was just, I was writing one day and thinking about my child and, um, and thinking about our journey together the last seven years and almost seven years. And, um, and it's just, it's, it's been, he's moved me so much. He has been such an impact on my life. Um, I'm such a better person because of him in my life. And, uh, and he's just incredible and he inspires me every day. And so I wrote that song for him. I actually gave it to him as a Christmas present. I, <laughs> before he released it publicly, I gave it to him on Christmas. And, uh, and it was, he actually started tearing up. I, I wasn't sure. My son's so young. I wasn't sure if he was going to, um, connect with it as, or like, something he might be more excited about Santa Claus's toys. Um, but he actually said it was his favorite, his favorite present that was for Christmas. <laughs> he loves the song. And, uh, we have a very special bond. And, um, and then I wanted to create a video for it. And I was considering doing a video with him and I. And I thought, no, I want to do something where, uh, it's something that when he watches it, he can connect to it. So I thought cartoons, um, children really connect with cartoons. And I also wanted to make it more whimsical and kind of like a fantasy land. As you said, like Mother Earth. Um, I took a lot of inspiration from the book, The Little Prince. Which oh, I call yes. my my son Little Prince. His first birthday theme was actually the Little Prince, and um, so that's why I we incorporate the planets and that whimsical type feel. Um, and I just really wanted to create something where um, mothers all over can see it and relate to it and relate to that love that they have for their children, um, and being able to to conquer anything, come what may, whether it's dragons or or snakes or any kind of um, thing in their way, being able to have the strength. Um, because I, I really think that being a mother is, is, you know, is equivalent to being a badass because that's just, <laughs> that's just how it is, you know? Um, and I think for me, um, it's been like that in my life. It's given, he's given me so much strength. And I actually believe that Girls Crush and that the work that I do wouldn't have gone as far as it's gone without the drive that I have within me. And that drive comes from the fire for the love I have for my son. You know, that is just such a profound statement because I hear so many people saying, well, I got, I got pregnant when I was young or I got pregnant this time and my life, my life kind of ended there and it's a new chapter, but it's never going to be the same. And I hate when people say that because it's like they're trying to take what they have with their children and use that as their, as their reason to fail. And that's, that's crap. <laughs> that's just crap. Yeah, it's actually, it can be, it can be the motivator to yeah. succeed. And it's also, I think that it's not, those people that say those things, it may not even be necessarily their fault. It could be society placing certain values on that. Like, a lot of times society does say, oh, you have a kid and it, you know, may not, may not be the most ideal circumstance of, you know, or you may not have been expecting it, it's been, uh, an, an, you know, an unexpected pregnancy. And a lot of times the world says, okay, you know, you can't do this. You can't have it all. No, you can't have your child and have a thriving career. But I'm saying, yes, you can. And, and, and actually, um, a child can make it so much more enriching. I mean, when I go to an audition, um, I go in there knowing that I have this beautiful child that I'm taking care of and it gives me such a more drive for that. And even when I get home, whether I get the role or I don't get the role, I have this wonderful boy that is just, my world and so it gives me such fulfillment and uh, makes my life that much richer you know i had a friend um and he has he had a daughter and her life was thrown upside down when she was young and not not in a bad way for her to where you know went down the wrong path or whatever but just a lot of external circumstances that happened and i've watched this girl go through so much and never ever ever blamed anything on what happened and she sat there and managed to make herself who she is today and she's i think she's 19 now and she had a child at the age of 19 and and she got attacked by everybody very few people supported her and you know i, I told that her that woman's amazing that woman to me is a hero yeah me too i mean she's in, she's inspired me and i i wrote to her i said you know something if anybody would be a, a good parent and had the ability to do to make to move mountains it's you 
And I said, I have no doubt. I said to her, I have no doubt that you're going to do amazing with that child. And don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Um, Good for you, Jason. Because I've watched her. I I mean, I wish if I had a daughter, I wish I would have one just like her. And um, I'm hoping someday that happens. But uh, until then, you know, she's she's been she's been an inspiration for me. And, and I'm I'm hoping to be able to do a photo shoot with her about what she's awesome. gone through. So hopefully that'll all work out in some day. But. That sounds really cool. I'd love to learn more about this, this woman. She sounds phenomenal. Oh, she is. And, and I, I love her to death. And she's uh, she's she, she can inspire a lot of people if they just opened up her eye, open up their eyes and looked. That's yeah, yeah. Like well, I think you know, sometimes society tells us certain things, like this is how everything's supposed to be. But why can't we create our own reality? Mm-hmm. And we create what what it's meant to be. That's right. So um, we are about out of time, and I do want to get the song on here. So please tell everybody. I, I could I can honestly go on talking to you forever. You got some amazing <laughs> energy. I, I like I, talking to you too. You're great. <laughs> I, you, your energy and, and charisma is extremely infectious, which is great because I think the world needs that. So I want people to be able to get that. So obviously to do that, they can listen to your music or they can wear your fashions and stuff. So tell people where they can go find it. Sure can. Thank you. Um, my, my website is Girl Crush Pop, like P-O-P pop music, girlcrushpop.com. And all my social media is Girl Crush Pop. I'm also on YouTube with all my music videos, Girl Crush Pop. You can find my music on iTunes with Girl Crush. Um, and they have lots of different songs. The latest release is Anything For You. So if you go on iTunes, it's Anything For You, Girl Crush. And, uh, yeah, come, come join the party. I, I love connecting with people on social media. Um, just, you know, just really just creating a whole bunch of love and, and positivity in the world. Well, I'll tell you what, you are definitely a candle in the night for sure. And I, I wish you all the best on this. I, you I, too, Jason. I love the music video. Go, people go check it out. It is on our website and, uh, I'm sure you can find it on YouTube as well. Um, we're going to go listen to this song right now, which is anything for you playing right now. And when we come back, we're going to go to a commercial break and have so much more after that. So don't go anywhere, guys.
Do you love horror? The strange and unusual fantasy creatures or urban legends? Do you want to step inside a dream or nightmare? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you should check out internationally exhibiting artist Jason Dowd and his award-winning photographic collections by visiting www.imaginationartstudios.com. Get inside his mind and experience his inner weird. <laughs> Hey, what's up, guys? This is Dana Geyer, and you're listening to the AME Radio Show. Make sure you catch the ice cream truck in select theaters and on VOD August 18th. See ya! All right, guys, we are back, and we're about ready to close out the show for today. I hope you guys had fun with our guests. I know they had a lot of fun with you. I had fun with you, and I had a lot of fun with them. Aren't they infectious? Their, their energy is just so amazing, and I had such a great time talking with them. And uh, I learned a lot along the way, so I hope you guys did too. You know, guys, I have been on Facebook for a couple of days now, and I cannot believe the hate that is going on in there. You know, I am against any type of hate, no matter where it's coming from. And I've been noticing that people are fighting hate with hate. And the more that they fight hate with hate, the worse the hate gets. I don't know how to tell you guys this, but unfortunately, if anybody's out there listening, you cannot fight hate with hate. The only way that you can fight hate is to educate. And when you educate, you cannot use false narratives. It has to be based upon the truth, and you have to sit there and use love as the, the progress factor in this entire thing. Progress factors are things that will help you guide your way to the final goal. There are so many rogue groups out there. We all heard what's happening in Charlotte. And you know something? Unfortunately, the American, the American Constitution gives everybody, no matter how bigoted and how stupid it is, the right to speak. And, it, and they, are, they should be pr protected from that. And when you try to silence that, that's wrong. And even though I, I completely disagree with these people 110%, unfortunately, they do have the right to speak. And unfortunately, it did get violent. And it got violent by one extreme group using another one. Antifa, Black Lives Matter, KKK, the uh, neo-Nazis, Nazis themselves, skinheads. All of this is completely wrong, guys. And each one is so radical in the other way. And I know that they said, well, these people have never hurt anybody or the um, Antifa hasn't hurt anybody. You know something, guys? They have. And when I've heard people call out for the death of, of, of a race because of the fact that they don't like them, that's wrong. That's hate. Stop the hate, people. We, can only, we only get one shot at this. And I'm very disappointed with, with Americans today. We need to unite as one people and stop judging by the color of our skin. Stop judging by the hate that's being pushed in the media today. Stop hate altogether. Talk the truth. Chalk love, and when you do that, amazing things are going to happen from this. So, guys, um, that's all we got for you guys today. I want you to be able to join us again next week. We are on every Friday at 12 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on WKLAP. If you want to listen to us on AM, FM, 247, we're on two times. We're on Friday at 7 o'clock in the morning, and we are also on Saturday at 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And they have 9 AM, FM, actually 10 AM, FM stations now that you can listen to us on. We are on iHeart On Demand. We are on Radio Love every Saturday at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So that's RadioLUV.com. Check us out there. And we're also on iTunes. So keep. there's a lot of ways to follow us. Please do so. We want to hear from you. And remember, guys, keep those creative juices flowing. We will see you again same time, same t places next week. Good night, everybody. Stay safe out there. That's the end. We're done. Calm down, people. Calm down. Okay? That's it.